Hello, everyone. Welcome to Perfect Timing Podcast. I'm your host, Sydney Chamonet. And as you all know, it is Black History Month. And as you guys also know, I am the communications intern for Save a Girl, Save a World. And as you guys know, Save a Girl, Save a World is a 501c3 multi-generational mentoring and esteem building program for young girls and women. And I'm so excited to have these two ladies on with me today. I met them at the Save a Girl, Save a World retreat back in November. It was our first time being in person for a while and it was such a wonderful experience. So I have with me today Miss Kim Roxy and Dr. Reagan Flowers. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's so good to see you again and so soon. <laughs> yes, I'm so happy to be here and so excited. Thank you, Sydney. And so good to be back on with my sister Reagan. Thank you guys so much. So as you guys can probably already imagine, these are incredible women, and I could only do so much to try and condense their amazing bio. So I'm going to keep this brief. So uh, Ms. Kim Roxy is a Clark Atlanta graduate with a degree in public relations, and she is the founder and CEO of Lamique Beauty. Uh, right after graduating college with $500 from her mom and a dream, she created her brand from the ground up and creates an emphasis on keeping her products clean for, for safe use. And Dr. Reagan Flowers is an entrepreneur, social change agent, pioneer, and innovator who makes an emphasis on women of color in STEM as the founder of C-STEM Teacher and Student Support Services Incorporated and is the Chief Knowledge Officer for the Education Consulting Services, LLC, and also with the drive for advancing access to STEM opportunities to underserved minorities throughout her philanthropy, Dr. Flowers is a graduate from the Texas Southern University with her bachelor's, per review in A&M University of Texas with her master's, and a PhD from Union Institute and University. If that isn't enough for you guys, I'm going to sit here and say that I am facing such beautiful, intelligent women who have a very large focus on STEM. I love having women of color associated with STEM on my podcast. I really just think it opens up the doors to young women listening who may not really know, you know, what it is about STEM that is so important or, you know, why it's important for women of color to be involved with it. So I really appreciate the time you guys are taking today to be on the show. We're so glad to be here. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I'm going to go ahead and get this off. Um, I want to know, how are the both of you associated with Save a Girl, Save a World? Uh, Dr. Reagan, you can begin. Wow. Well, Glenda's a good friend. And, you know, girlfriends support girlfriends. And we love to support each other's dreams. And when I learned that uh, Glenda started Save a Girl, Save a World, you know, I understand the journey as a founder of a nonprofit. And um, it, it was just a no brainer that working with girls and, and girls of color, that there would be synergy um, to connect. And so I've been supporting any in any interest she's ever had, with, including STEM, as it relates to her outreach efforts with the girls that she serves. She does a phenomenal job um, with changing lives and, and really inspiring young women. And um, I just, I'm inspired by what she does. And so um, my role is just to add value and, and enhance uh, STEM opportunities where I can with her big global mission. Um, and for me, um, I got involved with Save a Girl, Save a World after meeting Glenda, I call her Gigi, at, um, in LA at a pop-up I was doing um, for La Beauty inside of the Beverly Center Mall. And um, I was there doing an event with an organization called the Black Fashion Movement. 
she came in, I showed her um, some makeup for her eyebrows, our brow duo, and we just became fast friends right then. She literally like invited me to her place and we started talking and she told me about the organization and uh, kind of like what Reagan just talked about, you know, supporting each other. I mean, you can't meet Glenda and not support what she's doing. And so um, that's how I got involved. She said, I want to get you involved. And then we kept running in, in, into each other um, in different cities. Um, and so just the fact that we were even in the same circles and um, within the same year of meeting each other, uh, she said, let's make it, you know, let's make it official. Let's make it happen. And so then I share with her um, about me wanting to get more girls involved with the chemistry side of cosmetics and beauty. And then um, she had that same desire and then she just started putting stuff together. And so we're here now. I went to the conference. I met you, Sydney. I met so many um, amazing young ladies there. I got my makeup done by one of the young, young ladies and she's been now working with me. And so it's just been such a great connection. Yeah, and honestly, that's the thing about Save a Girl, Save a World, and just Miss Glenda in general. If any of you guys have met her in person, she is, uh, she's kind of a tiny person, but she probably has the biggest heart. And I've never met someone so passionate about the growth and prosperity of Black women. And so just being at that uh, retreat alone, and if you guys want to know what that conversation was like, you can go back a few weeks ago to when I had it with a few of the ladies there, but it was just a very eye-opening experience and just meeting the two of you and all the other amazing speakers there it really just opened the door and opened my eyes to how much uh miss glenda and save a girl save a world just wants to pour into people who look like me and you know mm -hmm. just seeing what the people that she know opening more doors for everyone we know now what, how you guys are associated with save a girl save a world and miss glenda but how did the two of you guys meet wow gosh i don't know kim <laughs> I have I have no idea at this point. I have no yeah. idea at this point. Uh, Reagan and I have just known each other um, for a while. I'm trying to see, like, you know, sometimes you can know someone and you're trying to figure out when did you take a liking to them? You know, I don't I don't know. Yeah, um, we were in we were like in the circles. We'd be, be in the same places. But that yeah. opportunity started to present themselves for us to really get to know each other. And yeah. to do things together. But gosh, it's been a long time. I don't know how. Yeah, that's a great question. You stumped us both. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel like the best relationships are the ones that come up as like a spur of the moment. And you know, but I really just see the way you guys connected and you guys were presented together on the panel. So it was just, you know, just seeing you, you both's chemistry and just the way that you operate. And something that I'm really excited to, sh to share with everyone listening is how you guys are deciding to take a group of young Black women to Houston to learn about the behind the scenes and the chemistry behind uh, creating makeup. And I'm really excited to talk about that. But I want to go into uh, Miss Roxy about your brand, uh, Lamique Beauty, and how you really show a focus of having health products because you know for me uh, at least in my friend group I'm like definitely like 
more of the environmental girl. Like I remember I was at a football game once and my friend, he had just finished uh, a Gatorade, you know, and they're like in their plastic bottles and we're like sitting on these, like uh, we're standing on these bleachers and he like puts it down. I'm like, you're going to throw that in the trash, right? He was like, oh, I forgot you're environmentalist. So like he gets up <laughs> and he throws it away. So, um, and also like when it goes through my product, something I found really uh, funny is for my birthday, um, my dad got me a new case of uh, makeup brushes and it was like cruelty free. It had all these like stuff in it that just made, it was vegan. I was like, I didn't even know makeup brushes could be vegan. It was just like something I really loved and adored. And I see the way that you're trying to implement the same thing, being cruelty free and just having safe chemicals uh, applied to makeup, especially for women of color. So I want to know uh, the story and upbringing of Lamique Beauty. Yeah. And that actually probably makes me travel to my days, like meeting Reagan. I think Reagan, you did come to the makeup studio, I think. But no, you did. You did. You taught me how to do my. I'm still wearing it. I'm still using the same. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I know yeah. it's some beginnings in there too. Um, so I, um, I started off with having a makeup studio in Houston, um, like you described, straight out of Clark Atlanta University, because I had worked at the makeup counter while I was in college as my part-time job to help my parents like pay for my bills and do all that stuff while I was in school. Um, and so I fell in love with making women feel good about themselves. So I took it on as I just opened up a store. I wasn't even thinking past three months to be honest. Um, but it turned into a 14 year store that I had. Um, and then I focused in really on my product line in 2020 and, and launched Lemme 2.0, what I call it. And, and have just been off to the races on that since. So um, what brought me here is, is, is um, a couple of things. One is my, my admiration for, for black and brown women and us getting the same type of table stakes when it comes to makeup as our Caucasian counterparts. Like when it comes to clean, uh, paraben-free, talc-free makeup, that movement, that understanding that that's the kind of makeup we need to be using um, is not so readily available for deeper skin tones. And so um, Lamique is that answer uh, because 75% of beauty products marketed to Black women are toxic. And so creating products that are more consciously made is what Lamique is doing. And we make most of them right here in Houston, Texas. Um, I literally was just in LA yesterday um, at the Makeup in Los Angeles show, which is a big show for manufacturers and stuff like that. And me and my chemist, we were all out there uh, yesterday. Um, and, you know, one of the questions that came up from the audience on this panel and and um and imagine this is people from the industry from brands to chemists to all of that marketers and um packaging folks and they're all at this show big industry show and a black woman raised her hand and asked a question about as far as with makeup and the developments of it you know asking these companies, are you going to have more variety and options for Black women? And <laughs> there was like dead silence. <laughs> and one person 
tried to answer the question and his answer was well basically like we're working on it like you know and it was just so um dismissive of the fact that of the of the power of black women's money um seeing the fact that we spend 80 percent more on cosmetics we spend nine times more on beauty products than our white counterparts but the dismissiveness of it all by the industry and so that's why i'm doing what i'm doing and even though i'm doing it with way less capital way less resources than a lot of these big companies have um i'm still doing it because the heart of the company and our intention and our mission is there so that's what keeps me going and, and growing us up. Exactly. And that's the craziness of it. Because, you know, I really think uh, Lamique Beauty, you know, Juvia's Place and um, Fancy Beauty, like even Rare Beauty, um, they like shook the cosmetic industry because they showed such a wide range Therefore, it is possible. So now every other makeup brand is in competition. Like, okay, how are we going to make profit if all these all of our buyers know that you know deeper uh, skin tone like foundations and concealers and stuff like that, or you know blushes that complement our deeper skin tones, like is possible. And so now they're forced to you know diversify their brand. And some have you know gotten better, and some have failed in some sentences. We don't have to talk about that today, but. Um, <laughs> I'm real. I enjoy the way that, like you said, like you don't have as much capital as these high brand companies, but you're mm -hmm. doing something that they could have been doing all along. So it just sets the example. And I'm really excited for stuff like that. And, you know, just like you mentioned your eyebrows, <laughs> like I want to say yeah. one of the first things that I recognized uh, and noticed about you at the Sagsaw convention um retreat in uh, November was your eyebrows. Like I remember you're <laughs> up the screen. I was like, oh my gosh, those are those are fabulous. And then when I <laughs> back a few tables when you guys were on stage, I was like, oh my God, they're real. Like it is so it's beautiful. And then you have like a, a whole eyebrow kit. And you know, I just yep. think I'm the I'm the next buyer who's letting you know. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. I love that. And it's and to your point around inclusivity, it's the most inclusive brow kit on the market um and it's made from 88 percent natural and certified organic ingredients so you'll have a good time wearing it and can feel good about wearing it and i'm wearing it right now so and, yes. and reagan has it on too and she only wears the best she only likes the best stuff period <laughs> that's it <laughs> and i don't leave home without it so i'm out the country i'm going to make sure i have that <laughs> yes <laughs> well, thank you both so much for joining me for our first segment, uh, just talking about uh, Lamique Beauty and just like the inclusivity and the expansion of that and how it started. And I think thank you to my listeners for listening. And we'll be right back after this break. Hey, this is Cindy Cherlinet, and I'm so excited to share with you my international podcast, Perfect Timing, that will be broadcasting on Mondays at 2 p.m. through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and so much more. We will have outstanding guests that will talk about their passions, goals, and dreams. Make sure you tune in and have a seat at the table where we will create a voice for us every Monday at 2 p.m. This is Cindy Collins of Perfect Timing.
Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. everyone again i'm here with dr reagan flowers and miss kim roxy and we were just talking about her upbringing of lamique beauty and just like the whole history behind stem and again we're going to get into their opportunity of bringing young black women to houston to talk about the creation of the chemistry behind creating uh makeup so we're going to get into that in just a moment but dr reagan flowers i want to know your initiatives behind stem and why you think it's important for women of color to be a part of it and see themselves in realms that are usually uh white male dominated well i guess at the end of the day I, it can be summed up with the world needs stem it's a necessity and stem needs women of color um, we bring creativity, ingenuity, thoughtfulness, innovation, because we've had to make so much out of nothing, right? So we're very creative. We look at things on markets and we see how it doesn't fit our needs. And we tweak these things and we change them and we make them work for us. And we say to ourselves all the time, if only they could just do this one thing. Um, I remember, I'm going to talk about something very personal to women, which are um, sanitary napkins. You know, for uh, the longest time, I'm like, my goodness, our underwears are changing, but yet they've not designed anything to fit our underwear. And I was creating my own little, doctoring up my own little um, liners. And then finally, someone got a hold of it and they did start to manufacture and produce that. But I'm thinking, how, how many other women were thinking the same thing, right? Um, and a lot of times it's because we're not in the lab. We're, we're, we're not at the bench um, giving these ideas or perspectives on, okay, that fits your market as a, as a man, but how does that fit, you know, with a woman? I mean, I think about how many times I've gone into a public restroom and I'm like, a man designed this restroom. He had to, he wasn't thinking about these doors. (laughs) He wasn't thinking, you know, and so you really need women as a, a part of all of these discussions and opportunities to create and manufacture and produce. And, and that's why I'm just so loving what, what Kim is doing and with her makeup and the evolution of that, right? And, and making it better. And because she's a thoughtful woman of color and she's taken, um, she's responding to the need. You know, some people are so driven by commerce and the, and the sales and the market that they put human lives at stake. They don't care about the person who's the end user. They just care about the, the dollar that they're going to make off of that product. And so I, 
I'm so passionate about STEM because I need more people like Kemp, right? I need more in that space, um, just doing great things and leading the way. And if we don't see more of us in the space, it's hard to inspire other girls of color to be in the space because most STEM industries, even with all the efforts that we see happening across the globe, are still dominated by men, um, predominantly white men. And there's just so much space there to grow. And so it's still far too often we're hearing, I'm the only one in the room. And it's not fun being the only one in the room. And it can be intimidating. Um, it can be uncomfortable. And it can kind of take you joy because you also, you feel alone and you don't have anyone to share with that can relate or who can identify, right? And so, you know, there's a lot of, you know, social challenges. You can have the smarts and the wits, but the climate or the environment, you know, is, is just not suitable. And so I'm, I'm just passionate all the way around and, and dealing holistically and what does it take to get more women of color in STEM and starting as early as possible. And so we, you know, my work is pre-K through 20 right now. And I always tell people that the next set of research that I'm going to do is going to be neonatal. I'm going to start in a womb because I can't start early enough, right? Because STEM is something something that uh, you've got to stay with it. You've got to continue to indoctrinate young people in it and have experiences with it so that they feel confident and comfortable and develop the, the fundamentals that are required that they can build a strong foundation and to succeed. And whether you pursue STEM or not, you know, I, I love when you asked Kim earlier, what was her study at Clark Atlanta? She she's not makeup. Who would have thought right at the time with her major, you know, was it for public relations or communications or somewhere in that space? And so but look at it, she's thriving. She's bringing women of color, girls of color to a chemistry lab to deal with makeup in Houston. You know, we're so excited about that. And I'm so excited to to be a person um, who can add value um, through my efforts in STEM education to, to partner up with, you know, Save a Girl, Save a World um, to to see, you know, from this experience, when we look back, you know, um, or look forward, I sh I should I say, you know, five years from now, what will these girls who will participate in this experience, what will they be doing, you know? So it's exciting and it's something that we understand and I understand we have to invest, invest in, in the development of other, other young women. Mm -hmm. uh, I, you brought up so many important points and I just, adore the way you both are so passionate about STEM because we were talking about this right before we started about how like I have this weird infatuation with math now like and if I went back to my fifth grade year old self like she would have been like no way you know but like it's it <laughs> something that I'm interested in I don't want to be a mathematician yeah. But yeah. it's still something that I that I now can enjoy. And you were talking about how we really just rely on STEM. And it was funny, right before we started this, I was on TikTok, as uh, Gen Z does. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, was, I saw this one video, and it was uh, Procreate. It's um, like a sketchbook art app. And there was like, and you can create your own kind of, I guess, pens. Um, and just like what the line looks like that you're drawing because digital art always evolving, right? And so there was literal like brush strokes of 
black hair textures. Like if mm-hmm. you want like, someone you're creating to have like a fro braids, like mm-hmm. you can literally draw a line and it would be a braid. I'm like, oh, wow. And that's something that, you know, I'd never thought could be possible. But, you know, like you said, just like yes. giving people the space and investing in black women and just like, what happens if we give them a platform to use their voice? And you also mentioned, you know, uh, sanitary napkins. Um, I've been hearing, especially in the climate that we're in right now, a lot of scary stuff that's been happening with them. It's just like some brands are adding something to their pads that have women bleed more, making them buy more pads. So like you're saying, like to, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's just about money. And it's just kind of like, well, how do I know what this is doing to my system? You know, it's just kind of like, and I don't know where else to look for anything else because this is all that's available. So when you were talking about creating your own liners or just like having black women at the forefront of that, women specifically being at the forefront of that, it makes me excited. And, you know, uh, which is why I love to open up my platform to things like this and just like talking about it openly because black, I feel like black women really are the future. We are. And when you put a group of black women together, um, it's just such a powerful and unstoppable force. So I'm really excited for the work that you two are doing. And you mentioned um, how you're about to take a bunch of young black women to choosing to create the makeup. So uh, let's get into a little bit of that. Uh, either you, Miss Roxy, or uh, Dr. Powers can get into. Oh, it. Kim, you take it away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy to have uh, Dr. Flowers as a partner. Um, you know, who would have known? like we said, just like years ago when we were in that makeup studio that we'd be here right now today. Um, only God knew. Um, and that is something, um, I think, you know, we talk about chemistry. I think that's serious how, how you can have chemistry all the way back then and it would come now full circle. Um, I'm so elated to uh, Save a Girl, Save a World, he CEO, that we're doing this project um, because this is a dream come true because when you're exposed, then you can't get it out of you. You know, once you see it, you know, it's like, oh, I, I, you cannot unsee what you saw. And so um, with them coming to Houston, uh, like I said, I was just with my chemist yesterday and, and our uh, research and development um, uh, manager and stuff like that. And uh, they're gonna come to Houston. They're gonna just shadow, right? What, what it's like, I think just to be in the atmosphere. Um, I, I had never been to a cosmetic lab before, before my introduction to him. Um, and once you are there, you'll see, um, you know, the way things are made, the way things are worked on. Um, they'll see that they don't have to have a, a degree just in chemistry. Um, you can have a degree in engineering. That's the reason why the STEM is so important. You can have a degree. Um, sometimes you can get, actually get trained all the way up to be able to do some of this work. So, um, you know, it's, it's also the possibility around what you can be and, and not thinking that you have to particularly go down a certain sort of um, even major, you know, or something like that just to get there. Um, so um, because there, there are not any, you know, undergrad cosmetic chemistry uh, degrees, except for one place in this country. So um, up in Ohio. So so the, just the, the possibility to be able to go there, understand the different degree paths you can take to get there, um, understand, uh, get the connection. So for instance, um, I have uh, gotten people to be able to get jobs at this lab. Um, they're one of their regulators. One of their uh, regulators is someone, a young lady I met who was interested in the space, got her degree, 
um, in sciences. And, and then he was able to get hired in over there. And now she's been working there for two years. Um, and so, you know, I want them to speak to her, you know, um, and what was that like coming inside? And then, you know, I want them to see the way that the line works when you go out to the warehouse, the actual machinery and, you know, all the machine machinery that's, that's needed to, to uh, do this type of product. So after you develop the product, then it has to get manufactured. And I want them to go on the manufacturing side and see how that works and all of that and understand those things. So I, I, I even got some things planned, a little bit of a surprise <laughs> for when they come um, because um, I want them to be a part of something, you know, we're doing at Lameek, um, but but um, I can't wait to share it with them in regards to that. But but I'm just excited for them to be able to come get in the space, get the energy um, and be able to leave um, that space. But then also be able to talk intimately with Reagan to be able to talk intimately with other women that they can see themselves with. So I'm excited about them coming and being able to talk intimately with Reagan and I and other women to be able to see exactly what can be done. So I'm excited because I want one day to hopefully like take the next, take the baton and hopefully open up their own uh, facility like that one day and, you know, or what have you or whatever their dreams are or, or what have you, but, but I'm, I'm excited for them to see. Yeah. You know, I, I, if, I, if I can add to that, you know, Kim, it's also what's happening here is that exposure. You know, we we have looked at things with so um, with limited lenses. Right. Because we yeah. hadn't been exposed. We don't know. Yeah. You know, we, we see the end product, but we don't ever look at the careers that are available that produce the product, that all of those layers and steps you have to, to go through, all those different hands that have to touch that product to make it possible for it to be on the shelf for you, right? And so it opens up just uh, a wider, you know, uh, bandwidth, I guess, of, of, of opportunity that we just aren't exposed to. And so I'm so excited about that, you know, that whole career exploration, because, you know, we can look at a movie, right? And we are all consumed with the, that leading lady or, that, you know, that actor or actress. But, the, you know, the folks who are really making the money are the folks who are behind the camera, you know. And so you talk to a lot of young folks, they want to be that star, that person that's on stage. But all of those folks behind the screen, you know, behind the curtain that's making it happen, there are just so many opportunities. And, and then there's so much STEM that's related to that. You know, even if you want to be on a Broadway uh, you know, play and you look at the production set and what's what it takes to to build and construct and for all those things to work um, as they do. And so I, I think I'm more excited about that ex aspect of the career exploration and, and the girls having those aha moments of, oh, my God, you know, I didn't know that you could do this or that you can have this and um, or that this was possible. And then also them being around women who are in business for themselves and who can, you know, talk to them and give them the game as best we can from our personal experiences. Because, you know, we, we've gone the, the distance and we still have a long distance to go, but, you know, where we can sit and talk and say, hey, 
you know, don't go down this path or, you know, watch for this hurdle or you go, you can hit a wall if you go this way. Um, but it's possible. And that, you know, there, there are ways that you can finance your business and you can get investors and opportunities to, to of people investing in your dream and in your vision. So there's just so much to be excited about with what's about to happen with these girls, with um, Save a Girl, Save a World and with She CEO, as well as with Lameek and C-STEM. Absolutely. And I just, again, adore the way that you guys are putting such an emphasis on this and putting Black women into STEM careers. And um, Ms. Roxy, you mentioned something really important, just like there's really only one place in the country that we know of that offers a degree in cosmetics. Because, you know, um, at least with my mom's generation, I think a lot of things that concern cosmetics or something like that, because she used to work um, in hair, like she would do people's hair like at a salon. And since then, she's been working for the government for 30 years. So it's because of her vision. At the time, it was just kind of like, this isn't paying the bills right now. So time to turn to something that my parents did and probably something that my parents did for them. So it's like, we're just changing the barrier on that. And something that I love about my generation is that we are really good at fighting uh, societal norms. So um, maybe one day we do have high institutions like Yale or you know, like other institutions that are opening up the door to cosmetology and learning that you can get a degree in engineering with like, I don't know, maybe a minor in cosmetics and just like learning how makeup is made. Cause like you said, like it's only when they get to these facilities and these labs where they learn hands-on, but there's a lot of opportunity for them to get together and just learn in a academic environment. And so I'm just excited for the future on that end. Um, and it just like letting people get into these fields. And I think it's funny how you guys mentioned now how most people want to be the people in front of the camera. I'm one of those people <laughs> with uh, the path that I'm leading, um, you know, trying to get a degree in communications or public relations um, and seeing where that goes. Um, one of my dreams is being like uh, a red carpet journalist. I think that'd be pretty fun or hosting like the Oscars or something like that. That'd be the dream. But I have taken opportunity to get myself diversified with like you were saying behind the cameras, behind the scenes. I've met with people who have taught me, you know, the angles. This is what you do when you're behind the scenes, like with the editing of the screen, if something's live, like a newscast or broadcast or something like that. I really think that's when it becomes important. And, you know, for the people that just want to be in front of the screen, I think they miss that step because if something happens where they have to do it on their own, they might not be able to. But I might. So um, I think that, you know, just highlighting, you know, it's not always what goes on in front. But I think the behind the scenes and the science behind that is also valuable as well. So but thank you both. Well, Sydney, can I say something there? I think you're also living it right now. You know, when you're a small business person and here you are with your own podcast, you realize that you have to do graphics You've got to schedule, you guys you gotta do social media, you gotta do some editing, you've got to learn how to use some new app, some new software, and you become an expert around the whole production of it, right? And then you grow and you get so big and good that you kind of move to more in front, right? And you get to add more people who are behind the scenes. And I think that's the journey of a person who is a small business. 
Um, and, and that's what makes you good because you know your business and you know, once you start having a team that you have to manage, you understand what's required, what you need and um, how to take care of them so that they can take care of you. Right. Right. I really do appreciate the both of you joining me today. It's been such an incredible conversation, just talking about the work that you do and the importance of women of color being in the room of STEM and just the growing platform of that. So I want to thank you both again for joining me. Uh, before I let you go, can you both uh, share how my listeners can reach and follow you? Kim, you go for it. How can the listeners reach out and follow you? So they can follow me by going to Instagram at Lamique Beauty, L-A-M-I-K Beauty, um, stands for love and makeup and kindness, uh, but it's an acronym. So just Lamique Beauty. Um, and then also we're on TikTok, Lamique Beauty. Um, we're on Facebook, Lamique Beauty, Twitter. Um, and I'm on LinkedIn, uh, Kim Roxy. But yeah, Instagram is great for us. If you ever want to send me a DM or a message, um, you have a question, you know, feel free to reach out. Um, and uh, yeah, and also if you want to engage with my TikToks, make sure you follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Fantastic. And for me on Instagram, it's at Dr. Reagan Flowers, Dr. Reagan Flowers. And uh, you can also follow me on, on Facebook or Twitter is at Dr. Reagan Flowers as well. But on Facebook, it's just Reagan Flowers. Um, I've got a lot of different uh, personalities going on out here. But uh, <laughs> in this in this world of STEM and politics. But I um, hope that you guys connect with me and drop me a line and um, look forward to engaging. Awesome. Thank you both so much again for joining me. And to my listeners who are interested in joining the Save a Girl, Save a World community, being a mentor or a mentee, you can go to their website at www org to get involved. And as we're talking about sending these women to Houston to learn about makeup, that's only a few. It's only one of the opportunities that Save a Girl, Save a World can offer you in uh, just becoming an amazing young Black woman. So again, thank you so much, Dr. Reagan Flowers and Ms. Kim Roxy for joining me. And thank you to my listeners for listening. And this is Perfect Timing. Hey, Jay, stay with me.